our final home game preview of the season. Sabres and Senators fan appreciation night. You're locked on Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sneaky Joe DiBiase, welcome into the Locked On Sabres podcast, and thank you for making us uh, your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, and we are also available to you in video form on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, we've only got two games left to preview. We've only got two games left to talk about before we go full swing into off-season mode and playoff mode. Here on the show, of course, here on Locked on Sabres, I'll be covering all that is the Stanley Cup playoffs um, throughout the playoff season. But we've got to talk Sabres and Senators because we've got a game tonight, Thursday night, 7 o'clock puck drop at KeyBank Center. It is Fan Appreciation Night. The first 15,000 fans into the building will receive a Sabres Goathead t-shirt. Actually, a really cool t-shirt. The Goathead is made up of the names of the players on the team. So... A very cool uh, commemorative giveaway for fans, uh, and I'll be trying to grab one myself. So, got to be one of the first 15,000 in. Now, some details on the game. We'll get you who's starting in goal, why that's interesting. The lineup. We got some interesting lineup changes for this game, and I've got sneaky good bets all on the way as well. And throughout today's show, we did this with the Red Wings last week. Are the Sabres definitively ahead of the Ottawa Senators in terms of their build? Now, I think this is a closer debate than it was with Detroit, um, but we'll get to that coming up in a little bit as well. So details that you need to know for Sabres and Senators on Thursday night, other than the fan appreciation night aspect of the game. The Sabres will be wearing the goat head. They will be wearing black and red. They've had an incredible record all season. Uh, I believe they're still sitting on only one loss in the goat head all year. They score six, seven goals every time they wear it, and it'll be a pretty cool way to end the year. Uh, the the good vibes will end with the the Sabers wearing the black and red. So, a great way to go into the off season, if you ask me. Now, uh, Craig Anderson will start in goal for the Buffalo Sabers. Might be his send off. I don't want to say definitively that it is. Because he hasn't said that it is. Craig Anderson has yet to confirm whether or not this will be his last season. He got asked about it. And he actually sounded more open to returning to the NHL than I thought. Anderson talked about, you know, how he feels better actually health-wise now than he did a year ago at this time. He had been dealing with a neck injury. And yeah, he's been dealing with injuries, you know, now. But he actually feels better than he did last year. So he doesn't really know. He's not leaning one way or the other. Now, whether or not he comes back for next year, I think you can be pretty safe in assuming that he will not be back with the Sabres. I don't really see how he fits unless Lukanen and Comrie are both gone, which I have advocated for. And the Sabres really want to hammer Devin Levi with games. I mean, if they want to get him all the way up to 55, 60 games, then I guess you bring Anderson back, but I don't think that's a great idea, and I don't think the Sabres would want that either. And I don't think Don Granato wants to end up back in a spot where they are having to play uh, three goalies, and they're back with three goaltenders uh, in the same lineup. So that's the way uh, that's the way I'm thinking about it. Um, otherwise, 
We are looking at other line combinations for the game. We really don't know what they're going to be. But it appears as though Victor Olsson is going to re-enter the lineup. That is what uh, Don Granado said. But he also said, don't read into the lines. Olsson was skating at center with Jack Quinn and J.J. Paterka. Casey Middlestat with Alex Tuck, Jeff Skinner, Dylan Cousins with Tage Thompson and Jordan Greenway, Peyton Krebs with Kyle Poso, Zemius Gergensen. So, okay, Olsen's going to re-enter the lineup. Lucas Rusek has been called up, and I'll talk more about him in a second. So what's the deal here? What are we going to see? I have no idea what we're going to see. Apparently, we're not going to see Olsen at center. Um, but I don't know. Rusek maybe is going in. But if he's going in and Olofsson is going in, then who's coming out? Is Thompson coming out? I mean, he took a regular line rush, but he's been dealing with an injury. Um, is I don't even know who else might come out. So I have no idea, earthly idea. Cousins maybe looks like he's been laboring a little bit. Uh, I don't know who's going to come out. Thompson might be my first guess. but And that's if Rusek goes in the lineup. It's possible he doesn't. But it would be weird if he got called up and then didn't play because they don't need to call him up. So I think Rusek might play. And in fact, while I'm on Rusek, before we get to Sabres and Senators comparing the team's builds, Lucas Rusek, if you don't know much about him, he only played one game for the Sabres this year, but he did score one goal and he did score one assist. Uh, So he could be a factor for the Sabres on the fourth line next year. I do wonder about his ability to win a roster spot in 2023-24. Rusek, who is very defensive resp- defensively responsible, a two-way player, actually did incredible for Rochester this year for what his expectation was. 55 points in 68 games played for the Amherst. He is a 6-round pick in 2019. He will be 24 or he will be 24 years old this week. So he's not the youngest prospect, but he's, you know, about to age out. So about if he doesn't reach the NHL now, he probably never will. So do the Sabres envision him being a replacement for a Kyle Poso or a Zemgis Gergensen? I don't know. It's a very deep forward pool that he is going to be fighting it out with. So I would want to give him a fighting chance, though, given the type of role he plays in the in the bottom six. So Lucas Rusak, another chance to get a look at him if indeed he's entering the lineup. And again, I would guess he is because I don't know why you're calling him up. Otherwise, Tyson Jost, not going to play. He was an extra. Vinahina Stroza up here with the Sabres. He's not going to play. So I don't know. I don't know what ends up happening. Um, for Ottawa, by the way, quickly, they are going to be starting Mads Sogard in goal. And I'll get to him a little bit more later on. So stay tuned for that coming up on the lockdown Sabres podcast. But when we come back Sabres build versus senators build, how close are the two going forward? And will they be two teams fighting for playoff positioning for years to come? I think that they will. That's coming up on the lockdown Sabres podcast. We are brought to you by built bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack, but you don't want all the sugar and the calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me and you want a healthier snack choice, but you don't want to compromise the taste, I've got just the thing for you. Built bars and built puffs. Built bars are healthy and taste amazing. 
Seriously, they taste so amazing. You will not think they are good for you. What makes Bilt Bars so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in incredible flavors. Churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream. My favorite is cookie dough. I'm not sure how Bilt does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait to get a box because for years I've been telling you about ordering your built bars at built.com, but now grab them at your local Walmart or Sam's club while you can still get your specialty flavors at built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. You head into the pharmacy section, grab yourself a four bar box of built bars, or if you're close to a Sam's club, run in, grab a 13 bar box with hit flavors like brownie batter and churro puff. You can thank me later with built bar. Welcome back, Sticky Joe, on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Sabres and Senators, 7 o'clock fan appreciation night on uh, Thursday night. Now, Ottawa is 85 points in 81 games this season. The Sabres are 87 points in 80 games this season. Not too far apart. Not too far apart at all. And I have told you all year, really going back to December, really when I first started down-talking Detroit, that I think Ottawa is better than their record. And I think they have made significant steps this season to become one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. And if you look at the season as a whole right now, five on five, expected goals for percentage at five on five this season. The Ottawa Senators are 13th in the NHL ahead of teams like Colorado and Vegas and uh, Minnesota, the Islanders, the Rangers. They're ahead of a lot of these really dynamite teams that I really think that Ottawa is on the right track. In fact, they're above the Sabres in a lot of those metrics. Corsi, four percentage for shot attempts. Uh, Ottawa's 11th in the NHL. Five on five, they are dynamite. But they don't get saves. Their problem, very similar to the Sabres' problem. They do not get saves. And one reason why, not the only reason, but one reason why I would have the Sabres in their timeline and their trajectory above the Senators, you know, it might not be that far. It might be Sabres here, uh, like at the top. It might be Ottawa right behind them, and then a gap, and then Detroit and Montreal. That's where I'd be on the uh, the bottom of the Atlantic Division at the moment. Ottawa doesn't get saves, and unlike the Sabres, I don't see the great hope coming. Devin Levi has arrived. For Buffalo, you have an answer. You know, you don't know for sure that in his first full season, he'll just be a number one, but you got a lot of optimism if you're the Sabres right now that you have your goaltender in Devin Levi. So they have their answer. What's Ottawa's answer? Cam Talbot, 35 years old and about to be a free agent. That's not the answer. Mad Sogard, uh, a prospect, excuse me, that's going to start against the Sabres on Thursday night. He's not a high-level prospect. I don't see him being the answer. And sure, I'm not as familiar with the Senators' prospect pool as I am with the Sabres, but when I look at lists of top goalie prospects in the league, I'm looking at one right now. They're top 20. They don't have one. Um, so I don't really know where they're going to end up. Sogard, I should say, like he was a high-level pick, uh, second-round pick, kind of like Ukapeka Lukanen. So maybe he's their Lukanen. But like Lukanen, there's no production at the NHL level, and there's no production at the AHL level. An 889 save percentage this year in 18 games for the Ottawa Senators, and an 898 save percentage in 21 games for the Belleville Senators. 
So Ottawa's got to start over in goal. And again, unlike the Sabres, they have a big, important free agent they need to bring back in the offseason. And I really question whether or not they're going to be able to. And that is Alex Dabrinkit. Alex Dabrinkit, who they traded a ton to get last offseason, right? A first-round pick plus more. Dabrinkit's been good for them. But he's 25, and he's a RFA at the end of the season. And the fact that they haven't signed him in a full year since they traded for him tells me Dabrinkit wants to get to the market. and. I'm not stunned by that. I think that was a worry and a concern for any team that was going to acquire him from Chicago. Dabrinkit, I mean, he's come this far. He could just tell the Senators in the offseason, hey, you can, I'll only sign a one-year deal with you, and then I'm going to UFA. So Ottawa might have to trade him this coming offseason. That's a big, important piece that will be brought off their roster. But why I like them and why I think they're going to be in the Sabres' hair for a long time and the way I see the future of this division Boston is always going to be great because they're Boston and they just signed Pasternak like they're going to be fine. Toronto, unless Matthews leaves, which could happen, Toronto is going to be right there. So you got those two. Tampa's aging out. Excuse me. Wow. It appears Tampa, $5 fine. Uh, If if Tampa's aging out, who's going to jump up? Well, you've got Florida and then you've got Buffalo and Ottawa. I think they're right there. Those three teams all in that conversation to be consistent playoff teams for the next few years. But I do think Ottawa's the third team of those three. They are young. This is why I like them more than Detroit and uh, Montreal. They're important pieces. Their top scorers this year are a lot of youth. Look at their top eight scorers on the season in terms of points. Tim Stutzla, number one on the team in points with 88, 21 years old. Brady Kachuk, number two on the team, 82 points, 23 years old. Now there's Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux, 35 years old, is third. Then there's Dabrinkit at four, and we don't know his future, but he's 25 if they're able to lock him up. Then after that, Drake Batherson, 61 points this year. He's 24. Thomas Shabbat on the blue line, 41 points. He's six, He's uh, 26. Shane Pinto and Jake Sanderson after that, 22 and 20. So their young players are not performing to the same level that the Sabres guys are, like Thompson and Tuck and Cousins and all those guys. But they are right below that. So I think Ottawa is a playoff team in the future. But I think they're behind the Sabres. I think next year, next year, like, I don't think Ottawa makes the playoffs next year. I think they'll be contending for it. But next year, who comes out? I think the Islanders might come out and the Sabres go in. And as of right now, it's the only change I'd make. And I think that Ottawa's fighting with Buffalo and they're trying to scrap a, a spot away maybe from Tampa. And that's, man, that's tough. But we'll see. So I like their build, but I don't like it as much as the Sabres. And they've got to figure out goaltender. They've really got to figure out goaltender. I love the Jacob Chickren trade for them, of course. But you got to get a goalie if you're Ottawa. And they probably will this offseason. So that's where I'm at on the Senators. Um, All right. Time out here when we come back. Sneaky good bets for Sabres and Senators on Thursday night. Uh, That's coming up here. And we'll do our uh, Sabre Awards show coming up uh, on the next show. So that's coming up here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. And we are brought to you by the Game Time app. It is not too late. If you want to go to Fan Appreciation Night, get one of those sweet t-shirts, then go to the Game Time app, download it, and it's a perfect time because if you use the code LOCKDOWNHL, you'll get a $20 off offer. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing 
over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you will have. Game time, the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time's got tickets right up to the day of the event, right up to the minute of the event. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets for the same section and row for less. Game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seats before you buy them. That's my favorite feature. If you scroll through and you're looking, okay, section 122, you don't have to wonder about that, what that's going to look like. You don't have to look up a map of the arena. Just boom, there is the view, exactly what you'll be looking at uh, from a game itself right there on your phone. Right now, snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NHL for 20% off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code Locked On NHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What does that music mean? Well, that means it is time for Sneaky Good Bets here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. And when we do that, of course, as always, we go to FanDuel Sportsbook. My three, I'm on, I'm on a heater lately. I've won over 50% of my bets, I believe, five of the last six games. Um, and, you know, that's that might be a little bit inflated because I do take a lot of my, I take some minus bets. Uh, where it's more probable than, uh, than not to actually hit. So, Sneaky good bets. Bet number one. Buffalo, Ottawa over seven and a half goals. These two teams have played a lot of high scoring affairs over the season. And in fact, this one is for me more about where the money is. It's exactly 50-50 in where the percentage of the bets lie. 50% of the bets on the over, 50% of the bets on the under. But 93% of the money is on the over. Sharp betters are on the over. That's where I'm going to throw my weight down on this one. I'm going over seven and a half, especially when you're getting plus odds at plus 134. You've got Craig Anderson potentially playing his final game, and he's also coming off like 25 days rest. So from an injury, though. So like, I, go one way or the other. You might think, okay, that's a good thing. He's, he's rested, but you also might think, um, you also might think that he is going to be completely rusty. We'll see. I think Ottawa, there's a chance for this to really be a back-and-forth affair. Uh, Sneaky good bet number two. Jack Quinn anytime goal, plus 320. Now, for me, this one is more about workload and ice time. Quinn and Paterka have been playing less in the last couple of games because of the playoff stakes, and Granado has kind of gone away from them in the third periods. But they've been playing well. And they've been getting chances. And Paterka has been more of the finisher. But Quinn, we know he's a great goal scorer. And his shot, man, he's going to be a 25 to 30 goal scorer. I'm sure of it uh, in the near future in the NHL. I got Quinn at plus 320 because I think he's going to play more than the 11, 12 minutes that he's accustomed to. The stakes aren't as high. Play your young guys more. Maybe Quinn gets 18 minutes, 19 minutes more power play time. Um, I think Jack Quinn could be in for a bigger workload. He's been playing well. The whole line's been playing well. I think he might be back with Dylan Cousins. He won't be with Tyson Jost because he's out of the lineup. So better centerman, likely, and more workload. I got Jack Quinn at plus 320 as any time goal scorer. And then finally, Sabres on the puck line, plus a goal and a half at plus 164. When the Fans go to the to the arena, and it's emotional, and it's a celebration. The Sabres show up in the last two years. Last year, maybe other than one time, but last year, you know, Jack Eichel showed up in his return, and the Sabre players knew what the moment was, and they won in thrilling fashion. 
Last year, RJ Knight against the Predators. The Sabres knew we've got to win this game. It, I mean, the, the celebration and the stakes, like just to have the moment at the end of the game. Just to have the moment. They fought for that moment, and they won it. The Ryan Miller night this year, again, fighting for the moment, tying the game in the third period and then winning in a, an insane fashion, uh, Darlene to Cousins to win it with so that Ryan Miller could have his moment at the end of the game. When there's a moment on the line, this could just be a, 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 me tying things together that don't exist, but it feels like they go harder for it. And tonight, there's a moment on the line. Win this game at home. It's a thank you from the fans to the to the team and kind of a salute at the end of the game after a win just by the players to say, you know what, we'll be back next year. And just the standing ovation that I could envision the fans having with a good effort and on their way to a 90-point season, um, which is what fans wanted coming into the year. I see that happening. I think the Sabres are going to go after it in this game. Ottawa, meanwhile, I don't really know what Ottawa's playing for. Ottawa's kind of been dead for a while now, and they maybe are on cruise control. Um, I think the Sabres will be motivated in this game, and I'm not really sure the Senators are, so I'm going with the Sabres. Plus a goal and a half. I'm going with the puck line for them to win by two or more, and uh, I'm getting that at plus 164 over at FanDuel Sportsbook. So head over to FanDuel uh, if you are looking for your sneaky good bets, and those are sneaky good bets. Sabres puck line, Quinn anytime goal scorer, and Buffalo, Ottawa over seven and a half goals and those are your sneaky good bets for sabers and senators enjoy the home finale if you're going to the arena get one of those t-shirts don't miss it because uh, they are sharp we'll talk to you about the game tomorrow and we'll preview the the season finale sabers and blue jackets so that's tomorrow enjoy the game and we'll talk to you then here on the lockdown sabers podcast thanks for making us your first listen every day and uh, everydayers, tomorrow on the show again, we'll talk Sabres and Blue Jackets as well as the recap of Sabres and Senators.